Um, so as we jump into the word today, uh, we, we have it on the slide. We actually are talking about Holy Spirit power and flow. And um, one of the things that a verse that's been sticking out to me, Brother Tracy has been talking about a lot, is Ephesians. But I want to, I want to just talk about, I want to start here and then move, move to some things I think the Lord is leading us to talk about today. And I think mm-hmm. he's going to give you all probably already downloading some stuff in you. But I want you to see this. This is Ephesians 5. 17 and 18. It says, So then, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Mm-hmm. And then that continuing thought in the next uh, verse, verse 18 says, And, in continuing with this, don't get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, mm-hmm. but be filled with the Spirit. Now, watch this. Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in Psalms, and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. So one of the things that that you'll see is that all of these things are the will of God. Mm -hmm. And specifically, right after he says, know what the will of God is, he says, don't be drunk with wine, but... Be filled with the Spirit. Yes. And the will of the Lord is a filling of the Holy Ghost, a filling of it, and to overflow with it. I've noticed um, you'll see in those verses afterwards, those are kind of like symptoms of when somebody's filled with the Holy Ghost. I've mm-hmm. noticed that when I get really at a good place with the Lord, mm-hmm. and I try to stay there all the time, but I'll notice that I'll just be singing in the Spirit. And notice it says speaking to one another and, and singing and making psalms. And yeah. we're, we're singing and speaking in the Spirit. We're, we have spiritual songs, psalms coming out of us. You know, it's right. just all the time. And uh, that is a the will of God done in this earth. That's the will of God, yeah. and he wants to see it. And so, you know, I think some of the people know, but um, I miss... Deb says, hi, my peeps, Deborah here. <laughs> Kelly, amen, she put in the, the scriptures. So n- some people know, maybe not everybody knows, but we were sitting there and the Lord was, the Lord was prompting you guys to be praying for mm-hmm. infrastructure, yeah. things like that. And you were like, Lord, I don't even know what you're asking me to pray for, which <laughs> bless me, because like, like, be honest, you know, yeah. like, what are you even trying to say? Because sometimes, you know, things can be one thing to us, but another thing to the Lord, and we need right. to know yeah. what it, what does he want? And um, so then uh, you're praying for that. Nicole and I are looking for a place to go have a vacation. <laughs> and, um, and this is the Holy Ghost. And as I'm praying, we don't go anywhere without seeking the Lord. We want the Holy Spirit in operation. And always, we're seeking the Lord. The Lord says, I want you to go to a place you've never been to before. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, that sounds great, but where? You know, where is that? So we start looking like on Airbnb and VRBO, and we're looking for different places, locations, you Mm -hmm. know. And I see Atlantic Beach. And which is right next to Moorhead City. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw it, I went, that's the place. That's it. And I looked at several other places because I'm just discerning, you know. And right. I was like, I kept coming. I was like, no, that's it. That's where we're supposed to go right there. And I just, I knew it. I had peace in my heart. You know, Colossians 3.15 says, 
let the peace of God rule in your heart. Mm-hmm. And so I go and uh, we, I book it. I'm like, oh, glory to God, this will be awesome. And so we head down there. And as soon as we get down there, uh, that was Saturday afternoon. I said, Lord, we got to find a place, a church to go to. And uh, I pull up and I see your church. I see Stone Moorhead City and mm-hmm. I, I see it. And I'm like, that's the place. And then I, I felt that leading before I, I did it. Then there was like, I think I found you on, on Facebook, and there was a two-minute clip from the week before or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were ministering. And as soon as I watched, I was like, oh, that yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, th- he's got some fire. I want, I want to go there. There's mm-hmm. some conviction of the Holy Ghost there. Mm-hmm. Like, and um, I was like, amen, I want to go there. And I felt not only did I want to, but I felt led to. Right. And I looked at several other ones. I was like, no, nah, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Nope. And w- that's the place there. So we walk in. It was a good message. We're sitting there. I enjoyed it. And everything, it was it was really weird for me because it was, <laughs> you're a Marine, I was mm-hmm. a Marine, you're a pastor's kid, I was a pastor's kid, mm-hmm. uh, you're from the country, I'm basically from the country. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was just really strange. And here you are, you know, early in your ministry, mm-hmm. and, you know, you're two years in, and it really was like what, myself watching myself mm-hmm. some years ago. And uh, and I was like, God, this is weird. And Nicole said the same thing. Nicole Nicole was like, this is strange. And then, you know, the Lord told us to do several things to sow into you mm-hmm. and then uh, take you out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't know what your situation was, but you've got <laughs> your two kids and two adopted kids, mm-hmm. and you got your hands full. Just and I, we, didn't, yeah, we didn't know it, but... You hadn't been alone at dinner, and how long had it been? Almost uh, two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Several months. And so y'all showed up with no kids, and I was like, oh, good, they found a babysitter, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you told us that. I was like, oh, good, you found a babysitter, you know. It's like, glory to God. And um, we were at a restaurant, and they had a bar, bar there uh, beside it just in the restaurant and everything. But I, we were really pleased because mm-hmm. we sat there and talked and then shut the bar down. <laughs> Everybody we were at the table. But, the, the looks yeah. was like, these people are talking about Jesus in public. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it was awesome. And then that's when you told, you said, um, you told us that, you know, you had been praying. The Lord mm-hmm. had been talking to you about the infrastructure. And I said, well, that's really funny because I've been studying mm-hmm. that and applying yeah. that exact thing for the last eight years. And um, so you were like, really? <laughs> and it was really awesome, and we started talking about those things. Of course, you went through some challenges right after that. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Lord, and the thing was, what blessed me the most, uh, besides y'all's hunger for the things of God and humility, because that's who I'm looking for. I'm always looking for mm-hmm. the hungry and the humble. I, that's that is our part of our vision and destiny is to help anybody who's doing that right. and to find the people that the worldly average is not enough. It's not enough. No. And, uh, and we found that in you guys. And, and it really blessed us because you don't see that in everybody. And I remember there was a couple of items that we were talking on the phone and I said, I said, look, here's what the word said. And you went, you're right. It does say that. Praise God, that's what we believe. And you just took the word as the standard. I'm like, oh my goodness, how easy would it be if people would do that, you know? But not everybody does it. And um, 
So as we talked and that relationship built, it just really has been a blessing to yes. Nicole and I. And uh, we're so glad that you're here this week. And it, is, so. it has been a, last night when you was preaching on refreshing, it just, I was in there going, yes, just yes. How, just yes. It's the only thing I get yeah. out of Like Jesus, <laughs> yes, that's what we need. That's what yeah. we need because it's, it's being in, in the, the lead pastor position or, or whatever you want to, whatever title you want to call it. Yeah. Once you start flowing and operating in that, you know, a long time ago, um, a pastor that was over me, he looked at me and he said, he said, you always feed from the overflow. You never feed from your cup. Yeah. And one of the things that we have found ourselves doing just, but just because of some of the stuff that we're doing, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. It wasn't that we're trying to, but we begin to feed from our cup instead of feeding yeah. from the overflow. Yeah. And how quickly it drained us and how quickly that, and if it wasn't for God's grace and it wasn't yeah. for God's mercy being multiplied time and time again, yeah. I could only imagine over the course, because I started pastoring when I was 18. Yeah. And third generation pastor, like yeah. I, I thought, oh, okay, I, I know this and I, and I know this here. I know how <laughs> right. to, I know the, the churchy things to do. But as we begin to read the word of God, I'm like, okay, the churchy things that we know how to do and what the Bible says is two totally different things. Yeah. How do yeah. we do what, not how do we do, I know how to do it. Just do, just do what he says and everything yeah. will work out. But we, and that, and that's our, that mine and Daniel's heart is we want to, we want to take the word of God yeah. and live it out. And I don't know if, if you said it or Brother Harris said it and, it, and it just clicked for me. He said, we don't live for God. We live from God. And I was yeah. like, that rocked yes. me to my core because I'm like, yeah, we're so busy living for yeah. God that we miss it because we're living for him. So we keep him isolated from yeah. us. He's, he's, he's here like, okay, God, I'm going to run and live for you yeah. or, or live for you. But in saying, wait a minute, no. Let me live inside of you, and I'll live from you, yeah. and I'll do the things you want to do. And uh, yes, people say, "Oh, you're just arguing semantics." No, it's yeah. a completely different mindset because it's uh, I've preached this message with a uh, message conduit or cul-de-sac. When you're out here, you're you're living for God. You're a cul-de-sac. Yeah. But when you're living from Him, you're you're in the flow of God. You're in the anointing of God. You're in the covering of that's God good. and operating in Him. And that's just last night was just watching the the people that are hungry seeking God they are yeah. it, it's it's truly that alone in itself not even counting what the Holy Spirit has done inside, inside yeah. of Danielle and I but watching others that are hungry yeah like that we at our church we have people that are hungry don't I'm not, I'm not saying they're not but and but watching that there is take a place, culture that yeah. you can establish and yes. build yeah and that's something that we've sought to do is mm -hmm. create a culture of reception and the normal American church is not there. I mean, you right. give an altar call, nobody comes up, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, whereas what we're seeing this week is, you know, two-thirds come up mm -hmm. for, you know, because they're hungry, you know, right. they're, and they're ready to receive, you know. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yes. What a testimony. <laughs> it, it, it really is. It yeah. just, the Holy Spirit's just just sitting back and, like, basking. And I remember we were driving to back to the hotel last night, and we were sitting there, and I was like, I don't he think, I don't Still think, floating. I was like, I was like, I don't know if we should be driving right now. I was like, because I don't know, how, how do we have this conversation with a cop? Why are you yeah. swerving? Have you been drinking? Well, no, not that, but can you pass? Yes, I can pass that. Not the drinking thing. Not the drinking thing, but. But I'm full. But I'm full. Yeah. And, and just, oh, that would have been, it would have been 
an awesome testimony, but praise God it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) I've been so humbled, too, just because, you know, you say all the time, you're not alone, you're not alone. The Lord is with you. Well, he is with you, and he sees you. And he uses the body to build you up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The body is equipped to build one another up in the Lord. And so that's one of the things that even from our first meeting and here at Kickstart, every minister, every person Mm -hmm. who has been present has just been building up the body. And that, yeah, that's so refreshing to me Yeah, Mm -hmm. to see such humility. I mean, people who have their own ministries who are really just blowing out the world with the word of God. Yeah. But yet they're here and they're pouring into us and we're, they don't know us from anybody, you know, but every single person that we've encountered from walking through the front doors to, um, listening to the word from each of the ministers and, Mm -hmm. and just sitting and dining at the table together. It's just, it's been so refreshing because that's what we're called to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Well, and that needs to happen more, um, and, and it needs to be empowered by the Holy Ghost, not just not just a, a construct that we've made, or not just a, a meeting or a conference. You know, right. any any you know person born again or not can put together a good conference, right. but the life is not in the conference. The life is in God. The right. life is in that Holy Spirit manifestation. You know. And uh, we need to make sure that we are actually following and being filled by with the Holy Ghost and letting His fruit come through. And and just think about it. I'll, you know, think about what if what if I in that moment had not heard from the Lord, go to a place you've never gone before. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have never met. Right. And y'all been such a blessing in our lives. You know, it's it's. If, if what if we would have not heard what church to go to, or we got on vacation? You know what? You know what? We're on vacation. We're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. We're, we we're at church every Sunday. So and we were selfish, you know, basically, right. and and disobedient to the command to assemble. All the more as the day grows, we would have never met. Right. Right. And we would never met, and it wouldn't have been a blessing to us. And and I think it wouldn't have been a blessing to you guys no. in that way. And. And I think y'all have drawn strength from that. Especially, I know you have this week. I've been mm-hmm. watching it, you know. <laughs> and uh, but it, think about that. Just that was a small decision, really, on the on the you know plan of life, on the timeline of life. Those were two small decisions, right? But those two small decisions, led by the Holy Ghost, were life changing, not mm-hmm. just for you guys, right. but think about all the people that you will reach with a fire and a fervor. Mm-hmm. Right, a fervency that you you would you were going after, but you have it's kind of like this. I can have a plug, but I've got to find an outlet to plug into. Exactly, you know, I've got to find that. Think about those things you're looking for, but we need those places where God connects us, not just where we find it, right. but where God connects us, and that that's what that was. And it's just so beautiful to watch in that way, and you know, lives are already being changed. It, you were telling me the other day about the young man at the church who's sitting up there yes. leading Bible studies yes. after yes. our meeting, you know, yes. and just touched by God. Is he the same one that had his heart in his face? And that's that was, his. That's his friend. That's his friend. friend. His yeah. friend. And he was. That's who he was. He came in there. He's like. He's like. Hey, oh, it was Christian. Christian. Yeah, okay, yeah, Christian. Yeah, yeah, so he's yeah, like. Yeah. Pastor Zach, I have a question. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And he he asked me the question real quick, and he goes, okay, just making sure. And then he's like, then he he leaves, kind of goes, but he's like, hey, can I play some music? And I was like. 
go ahead, I don't care. <laughs> and then I come out of my office, or I was about to come out of my office, and I looked up, and I watched them, and both of them's got the Bible, and they're like this, and I'm going, I'm, they're going to get in trouble because they're supposed to be doing homework right now. <laughs> and then I'm like. And how old are they? Uh, fif- Fifteen. Both of them are 15. Fifteen. And they are, they're hungry. They're asking questions. I mean, they do. Then one of the things they, they're doing right now, um, Christian just felt led to get on TikTok and just do a live yeah. Bible study. Yeah. And he's having, and I'm not exaggerating, thousands of people get on and, and, and watch the Bible study. And they're asking they're asking questions, and, and he's going to seek guidance, and the Holy Spirit is giving him wisdom on what to say. And I'm sitting here going, it's like, dude, that is just, wow. I was like, keep it up, man. And then and just yeah. watching his hunger then makes me more hungry. And then yeah. with his yeah. parents, Nate and Amy, and their hunger, and I'm going, holy yeah. cow. Like, to yeah. see just the Holy Spirit once, it's, 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 it's fire. It's when when fire becomes the fire, it's going to grow. Yeah. You take you take fire, you put it into um, a field of hay. Yeah. What's going to happen? It's going to catch on fire. Yeah. And yeah. once that takes place, it can't be stopped. It's yeah. that consuming fire of God, and I'm watching it shift and change. And you know, there's a song that is out, and people are like, I'm scared to sing it. I'm scared to sing it, and I forget how it actually goes. It's um, refiner. Yeah. And they're like, Well, I don't want to sing that. And I was like. Why? It's like, that doesn't make sense to me. Did yeah. you not, when you asked Jesus into your heart, did you not yeah. pray for, to be made into the image of God? Yeah. Well, yeah, I was prayed, I asked, yeah. asked that. Did you not pray the Holy Spirit to come in you and shift you and change you and make you everything that God has intended for you to be? Yeah. Yes, and I said, well, how do you think that's going to happen? Yeah. God is a consuming fire. He is a refiner. He is changing you into the image of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah. that's, that should be something that we pray daily. It's not something that we just sing, hey, that's an awesome song. Yeah. No, one, that's scripture. That's the word of God says that, that yeah. he, he's a refining fire. He, he takes the gold and they, they scoop out the impurities and makes you that, that perfection. I think yeah. it's in Peter. But when you, but when you look at that and, and he, God begins to refine you yeah. and the Holy Spirit comes in and it changes you into the image of Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, if, <laughs> and, and one of the things that I've like, I, I was talking to, um, I was talking the other day, I was like, there's part of me is like, like, I need to go repent because, and, and I'm looking at the things in my life. It's like, how many times have I stopped the flow of the Holy Spirit? How many times mm-hmm. have, have I felt the, the junction, the, the, to go to use Walmart, for example, I can't stand going in Walmart, <laughs> but how many times have I been in Walmart and I'm, and I'm watching somebody walk by and, and I know it's the Holy Spirit, but I go, well, maybe not. Maybe that's just Zach trying to be holy. Yeah. Maybe that's just Zach. And I'm sitting there going, how many times? Because and and I and I'll tell him myself. I I never forget this. And it's one of the things that has rocked me to my core. I was late for work before before we went into full time ministry. It was actually two months before we went and to the church full time, and or I went full time, and. Whew, I was leaving. I had to stop in Walmart, of all places because I was on my way to work and I was late and it was an hour drive to get there because we live in Moorhead. I worked in Jacksonville on base. So just getting on base is a nightmare. Yeah. And there was this guy coming back by that. We used to go to the same restaurant every single Sunday. His name was Austin. And I'll never forget it. The Holy Spirit said, stop and talk to him and witness. And I'm like, I was like, I said, listen, I said, listen, God, I said, listen, like, like I was telling God what he needed to know. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he goes, I need you to talk to him. I said, I'm going to see him Sunday, God. I will yeah. talk to him all day. I'm late for work. And I remember there was an urgency. I need to tell him. I need to tell him. And I didn't listen. I'm at work. Ended up still late. Still got in the same amount of trouble for being late. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden, there were getting messages because Riptides was really bad that year because of Florence. And I remember someone, someone passed away in a rip current. And immediately I knew in my spirit that was Austin. And I was like, it's not him. Zach, you're just being. And, and I, like, I knew it. Like it was almost sickening to me. Like I told you to do something and you were not obedient. Yeah. And then I remember, remember getting on the news and when I saw it and I immediately fell in it and I repented. And I was sitting there saying, I never want that to happen to me. Yeah. I never want that again yeah. because that was an opportunity that the Holy Spirit was going to use. And because I was, I was so worried about a worldly job, yeah. God gave me the job anyway. If, if he wanted me to be there, he was going to make it. This. So yeah. why was I so worried about the worldly, the worldly things? Thing. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it's in Colossians when he says, set your, thing, set your mind on things above. Yeah. Set your mind on things, and that's the difference. Say, I was living for God, but I wasn't living from God. Yeah, I, I was yeah. using everything else as my source, and that just that that really it, it just it shifted and changed my mindset on on even ministry. It's like yeah. like there's people here that that are that are literally dying. Like not even like yes, okay. There's people that are dead spiritually, but he physically is no longer. He is separated from time on this earth now. Yeah, and there was an opportunity. For us to witness to him, to tell him about Jesus, to tell him about, you know, Jesus coming to the cross, having, give, having the forgiveness of sins. And one of my favorite messages to preach is what Jesus said on the cross to tell us, die. It is finished. Yeah. That, that yeah. condemnation, it is finished. Yeah. He, he, he took all of that in. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is, is Jesus became sin for us. Yeah. He took our sin in. And I had the opportunity to tell him that. Yeah. And because I was so worried about, worldly aspects and worldly things. Our job's important. Yes, they're important. Yeah. But on the grand scheme of things, what's more important? Do what God tells you yeah. to do or worrying about a job. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the things that 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 going back, because that is just so powerful to me, instead of living for God, let's start living from him. Yeah. And that will really I think that will really if if not only pastors, but just pastors, the the, the ascension gifts, yes, but everyday believers. Yes. Because yeah. th that's where I think I think sometimes we, we kind of mess up pastors, or not pastors, where people kind of go, oh, well, that's the pastor's responsibility to go do all that. No, no. It, it's, it's every believer's. Yeah. Every, every believer yeah. is called to witness about Jesus, yeah. tell about Jesus. And in that moment, I wasn't a pastor. I was just a believer. Yeah. Now, I carried the anointing of a pastor, yes, yeah. but yeah. as a believer of Jesus, I could have I, I met with him. We could have prayed for him, and in immediacy, he could have yes. known Jesus. Yes. And that's just one of the things that... As we talk about the Holy Spirit, we've got to learn to discern the voice of the Holy yeah. Spirit. And that's one of the things that is missing in the body of Christ, yeah. is discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit. And when he says jump, jump. Don't worry yeah. about, it's, 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 God, it's, it's our responsibility to be obedient. Yeah. It's God's responsibility for the outcome. That's right. If he told us to do it, just do it. He'll handle the rest yeah. of it. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's like going down there with you guys. I mean, we could have gone anywhere. We could have mm -hmm. gone anywhere we wanted to at that point. And... Um, you know, some people probably from your area, especially, would be like, "Why come here?" You know, <laughs> some people would, especially but, out of season. Yeah, but yeah. to us, it was a it was a huge blessing, and mm -hmm. the biggest blessing of it was meeting you guys. And yeah. um, I mean, really, it really, really was, and that was a blessing to us. 
and um, and y'all are a continuing blessing, not because of your going after the Lord, you know, right. and your desire for him. I mean, all of the leaders here can tell you, like we're constantly looking for people mm-hmm. that that are done with the world's average, even the church's average in America, and they want what's normal to God. Yes. They want what's normal to God. And um, that's what we see in you guys. And um, so Ephesians 2 tells us, that we are seated with him in heavenly places. Yes. So we truly are with him and moving from him. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just with him, but from him. Right. And uh, we're seated with him in heavenly places. We're in him and he's in us. And um, so it's one of those things where we want to apply that everywhere we go. For example, I'm I'm not the sick trying to get healed. Mm-hmm. I'm the healed right. that is appropriating or manifesting what I already am. Exactly. You see what I mean? And when we get that inside of us, I'm already healed. It already is finished, yes, right? absolutely. When we get that inside of us, and then it releases the Holy Spirit power and the flow into our lives. So we've got to have the revelation that these things are already done for right. a believer. Yes. And if you're not a believer, you can be a believer, and then they can be already done for <laughs> exactly. you. you know? But there is an inheritance. You mm-hmm. back up from Ephesians 2 in the chapter 1, and you see that every believer, mm-hmm. every believer has an inheritance, mm-hmm. and it is a surpassing greatness of his power is already within us. And then it says it's power on this level, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. So inside of each one of us is a resurrection power inheritance waiting to flow through us. Absolutely. To flow out of us. And so, you know, I think about, I want, uh, I I just keep having it come up a little bit and I want to hear like, you know, we came... Uh, down, we drove through the snow and ice to get to y'all. That was a crazy. Like we had three weekends in a row. We had three weekends Beautiful. in a row of here where it was snow and ice. Three Sundays, and it was supposed to be snow this past Sunday. And I saw it on Monday or Tuesday. I said, "Lord, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, no more snow here." I like. Other places fine, but people need the word, Lord. No snow on Monday. Right. On Tuesday, fine. Get out of work. I don't care about that. Now, have a vacation. But we need the word on Sunday, and so we came against it, and it went away. Uh, but so we had, yeah, we had church on Sunday. But it was uh, it, that would have been the third or fourth weekend in a row where, and I was like, good night. That's enough. And um, that's where we have to allow that power of the Holy Spirit and the authority to flow through. Mm-hmm. And you do have an authority as a pastor over your region, you mm-hmm. know, in that area. And uh, stand in it, you know, in that way. But so we drove through the snow and ice to get to y'all. It was icy that next morning. We were supposed to do leadership training. We started an hour late. And then uh, we went, had, you know, lunch. We're there pretty much all day. Mm -hmm. Had a great training. Yes. And then we, you know, came in and preached on Sunday morning. And, um, you know, one of the telltale signs, I, I I had a minister early on when I was ministering. I said, I asked him, I had preached, and about, I don't know, two-thirds, three-quarters of the people came up for the altar call. This was like, man, this is way before we had our church. Um, 
it was long. It was around 2002, I guess, two th- somewhere around there. And um, God, 20 years. Um, so <laughs> it was uh, 20. <laughs> uh, How does it feel to have a son who's preached 20 years ago and is now reminiscent about it? So <laughs> Mom's sitting over here. But uh, anyway, there was... Uh, I was preaching, and, and I said, how was that, Pastor? God was brand new, and, you know, I was like, was that okay? He said, he said, Brian, he said, anytime of any person comes to a decision, when, you, when people come to a decision, yeah. when you preach the gospel, that's a great day. Yes. And it really put me at ease because I'm thinking, do I, do I say the right words? Do I flow in the mm-hmm. Holy Ghost? But he was so pleased because, I mean, his people moved. And they mm-hmm. received, and they moved and made the decision to come to the altar, which is a decision in itself. And that day, that day there, you know, mm-hmm. we there was only two people that didn't come to the altar eventually yeah. out of the whole church. Mm-hmm. And I was that in itself is a fruit. Uh, at the end yeah. of it, you have people that were pulling you aside to repent. Mm-hmm. To you, you had two spontaneous baptisms. All of that. The fruit of God was there. And now looking at like these two uh, boys, 15 years old, never does a demon, right, <laughs> entice people to go right. after God. Right, right. It's right. not possible. It, they don't entice people to give their life and get baptized. Right. They don't entice people to get more in the word, mm-hmm. right? They don't entice people to get more on fire. They don't entice people to repent. Right. So, I mean, you can just look at the fruit and kind of tell what was going on. But what I'm going to ask Danielle first, and then you'd be thinking about it too, is like what by the Holy Ghost and in his power, what happened that day? And, and what did he do, not just in you, but in the people? How did you see the love of God manifested? Because God wants to do that all the time in every place. And he's real. He's real, you know? Right. And uh, so I just wanted to hear in your words. I know I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I think fun. a second. Yeah. No. Um, well, there's just a joy. You know, there's a yeah. joy... And there's a strength in the Lord when, um, I think when people surrender, like you said, it was a yeah. choice for them to come to the altar. It was a choice for them to receive the word that was yeah. given, mm-hmm. um, and they received it with joy. Yeah. And yeah. so since they received it, they've put that into action, and we're seeing that. We're seeing um, just a family atmosphere that we had a family before, but a new family atmosphere, like oh, a deeper level. That's huge. Yes. Um, of love expressed even is it's just been awesome uh, to see and then too a hunger for not just that family but a hunger for the Lord to be at the forefront of all of it a hunger to prioritize the Lord in their lives individually and then as a body yeah and so that's just I mean that's awesome that's what we want yeah yes yeah that's apart from that we're we're just wasting our time yeah you know what did you experience that day, even as you were receiving prayer? And, and you know, I know, I know you had some tears, and, but just <laughs> the power of God. That, but what, what did you feel? And we don't go by feelings, but yet there is a manifestation. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, even when I was praying at the altar, you know, I said, Lord, whatever you have, I want it. Yeah. And the Lord showed me basically some things that I was holding on to that I didn't realize I was holding on oh. to. And so I was like, okay, God, what do I do? And 
even after, you know, that service throughout that next week when yeah. I was praying, the Lord's like, put your hands on your head yeah. and I'm going to bring things to your mind and I want you to lay them down because that's not my yoke. Yeah. He yeah. said, lay that down. Yeah. Yeah. Take yeah. my yoke. And so I physically, several days actually, would pray and just take it. And I'd be like, all right, Lord, I'm listening. <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay, take it. That's <laughs> you know? awesome. And so I laid it down and... Um, the Lord wants us to do that. He's called us to take his yoke because it's easy and it's light yeah. and it's refreshing and it's full and it's filling and, you know, it's it's just life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. What about you? The one I was with you when we was praying and when the people came up. <laughs> okay. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I tried to be with you when we was praying. <laughs> There was a couple of moments that I was not there. But you know what I mean. Yeah. But <laughs> as as the altar call progressed and people came up and as their pastor, they would come and they would, you know, they would talk to me about things. Yeah. And I didn't tell you any of those things. No. I, I, no. One, I wouldn't do that being their pastor. Now, I'll, yeah. I'll go see guidance. If I don't know something, be like, okay, yeah. mm, let me go get check some of my spiritual fathers because this is, yeah. this is that, that's go seek wise counsel. That's what the word of God says. So that's what I'm going to do. But I'm listening, and then the Holy Spirit begins to move. And there's, there's two in particular where the Holy Spirit, through you, read them like a book. And I'm sitting here going, <laughs> yes. holy, I was like, just, it's, just receive it. Like, that's the yeah. only thing I wanted just to scream it. Like, take that. That is, <laughs> that is, it was one in particular was talking about the Father. Yeah. And I was just sitting there going, man, if you... Just, just accept this. I was like, yeah. I was like, Jesus is your father. God is your father. Allow him in to be that for you. Yeah. And and then there was the other one was was some of the other stuff that was said. Uh, I don't want to go into details, but it was just watching that take place. And, yeah. and I'm sitting back, going, you know, as as a pastor looking at it, and I'm going, okay, God, like that right there. These people, they're hungry. Yeah, they they are they're wanting it. So yeah, so I need Lord Jesus to in order to be the pastor that you have called me to be. In order yeah. to fulfill the vision that you have called me to be, I've been here. I yeah. can't be here any longer. Yeah. So and then that next Sunday I preached on hunger. Yeah. And you know and and then it's this is that's kind of been the theme this week is um, Brother Tracy said that multiple times is like as many times as they would bring them the the empty yeah. the empty vessels they would be filled mm-hmm. and I'm like. God, I will find stuff in my life. <laughs> like, and, and, you know, last night for me, that's, that was really, I was just praying at the altar and I was like, okay, show me. And, and yeah. I'm, and, and, and even doing like the Holy Spirit just did, did what Danielle said doing me. And I would just, last night I was just grabbing pl- places where, um, that I've stuff that I was holding on to either from the past or whatever. And I would just lay it down. I'm like, okay, God, Hey, there's more space. It's a, it's yeah. a little bitty bowl, but yeah. there's a space that I can have more of you. Mm-hmm. I need yeah. more of you. And and just to watch that over that and just watch the stirring that was taking place. Because yeah. once people see that, and, and, you know, that's one of the things that now I, the Holy Spirit's been really dealing with me on is I'm going to be preaching on receiving soon. Yes. How do you receive? Because that's good. Because it's it goes back to the parable of of, of the sower. Yeah. You have the... You have the people there, they received it with joy, but it couldn't grow roots. Yeah. So they yeah. took it and and and, and really when, when it says receive it with joy, they, they had the that feel good emotional moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the roots couldn't get down for they was either they were something was keeping it from getting down, whether it be bitterness, unforgiveness, whatever the case may be. 
But God wants to take that and shift it and change it and throw it out of your life because that's none of that's of him anyway. And he wants you to receive all that he has for you. You know, Ephesians 1, 3, he says, you have already been blessed. Yeah. You can't get any more blessed than you are right now, but by faith, you got to access it. You are saved by grace through faith. You might be blessed, but that doesn't mean you have manifestation. Exactly. You have to go get, you 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 have have to to walk in that. You have to receive it. And, And that's where, you know, at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves this. Is God God or is he not? That's right. Is the word right. the word or is it not? Because yeah. if it's not, then stop because you're in more danger than you realize. Yes, that's right. Do You take this and apply it. Faith is believing God is telling the truth and acting yeah. it out. Yeah. So act it out. Faith, you know, um, one of the things that I've, that I've said a lot, faith is not a noun where you said, well, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Satan believes in, in, in Jesus. Yeah. The demons believe in Jesus. Yeah. So if, if you know, oh, okay, I believe. Okay, if you believe, then do it. Put it into motion. That's Put right. it into action. Yeah. Let's move. Let's yeah. go do it. That's one of the, so in the leadership training that we did that, you know, one of the things that we talked about, about that leadership training, which comes straight from the word, mm-hmm. is one of the things that we said is when you start operating in this, it's going to reveal the holes. And, you know, <laughs> when you start operating, and the issue is Praise God. you already had those problems. You yeah. already had those holes. Yeah. They just weren't readily seen, mm-hmm. right? They just weren't seen in that way. Well, and the anointing works the same way. So when you start operating in that leadership that has an anointing behind it, you start revealing those things The anoint, because the word's anointing. So when yeah. you put start applying that word, it... it it shines the light on things. And, mm-hmm. of course, when, when we preach that Sunday, um, the light shone. <laughs> and it revealed some stuff. Yeah. And it revealed some, the thing about the light, the thing about the fire, the thing about being hot or cold, it makes you make a choice. Yes. But it doesn't just make you make a choice. It makes people around you mm-hmm. make a choice. You know, if, um, you know, I've, a couple of years ago, we went up actually where Corey and Brandy were up in New Hampshire, and we're on a lake, and uh, we rented this house in a beautiful setting, had this awesome fireplace, and uh, I took this great picture like with my feet up in the fireplace there, and the lake was out there, and I was like, oh, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> and uh, we're just sitting, but, you know, we start that fire in that fireplace, and then as it grows, it's like you gotta you gotta back away. You gotta make a choice. Am I gonna continue to sit here and feel like I'm getting sunburnt by this fire, mm-hmm. or am I gonna back away from it? And the fire of God and the anointing of God is like that as well. Mm-hmm. Now the issue is, whereas you know in a real fire you'll get you can get physically burnt and hurt, but in the fire of God, it's the most beautiful place to be because right. it purges, it refines, right? Yes. It purges, it refines. It turns us into what we were really called to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is, it gets all of the worldly garbage off and yes. stuff like that. But the problem is, when we're so attached to that worldly garbage, when we're so attached to it, uh, the anointing and the flow of the anointing can mm-hmm. shine that light and bring that fire of God on those things that we're attached to. Mm-hmm. And those things, those worldly things that we're attached to, start screaming and yelling. And, yeah. You know, one of the easiest ways to see this is just fast for a, a meal or two or three. And uh, your flesh will tell you how much it is attached to yep. food and worldly things. It, it doesn't take long. And 
Uh, I'll tell people, I was like, you want to find out how spoiled your flesh is, just start fasting. You'll figure it out really quick. <laughs> yes. And uh, because it'll start acting like a spoiled teenager, you know, I want food. And, um, you know, you can fast for a long time. You won't die, I promise. I've, I've done it. But <laughs> it's, uh, you know, don't, don't go more than 40 days, you know, I would say. But you can fast for quite a while without mm-hmm. food. And uh, your body will tell you when it's time to eat. You know, it'll. there's a difference. You hit a point where it starts screaming. And uh, it's like if you don't eat, you're going to die. But uh, that's what Jesus hit when it said, and he hungered. He was at that place where his body said, you know, physically, if you don't eat, you need to eat. And right. uh, that's when the devil came and tempted him. You know, the devil is vicious in his temptation. And... Many times, right when you have the answer, the anointing of God and the fire of God in front of you, and you feel the pressure of how much I love worldly things, but I know I need to let go of them, it's in that moment many times that the devil will come and tempt people. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I would encourage you guys in, and, and I've had to remember this often, is in that moment when people make wrong decisions, it's often easy to be irritated with them and at them. And you, and the part of the reason why you you know, think about why am I ir- irritated with them? Because I love them. Yeah. That's why. Mm-hmm. Because I love them and I want the best for them. You know, mm-hmm. especially as pastors, right? Yeah. And I, I'm irritated because I want the best for them. Yeah. And one of the things that you see is so how is it that sometimes that irritation can go from that where it really generates because I love them to the point where we really get offended and mad at them. You know, and yeah. we can do that as pastors, and we have to watch that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I've found is that people, it's not that people maliciously do things most times. There's, there's a few moments where they do, but most times it's just that they're deceived on what the Holy Spirit is saying versus what their flesh is saying mm-hmm. and what, what God's trying to show them. And then the tempter comes at a vicious moment. And throws a temptation, and they right. make the wrong decision, maybe because they don't have a foundation in the Word, maybe because they're not used to being led by the Spirit. Um, there can be a number of things. And, but the truth is, many people in America, they, we really are not at that level yeah. that we should be at. You mm-hmm. know, even, even Jesus said, you err not knowing the Scriptures nor the power of God. That verse has never been so real to me as it has the past few years. And so, but you'll see people that right at that moment, there's a vicious temptation, jump ship, you know, mm-hmm. go right. somewhere else, yeah. do something else. And yeah. we're hurt because we want to see the best of, but, uh, you know, y'all, y'all saw some of that mm-hmm. and, and you see that and those holes are already there, but here's the issue. If we stop, then what we're doing is we're yielding to the flesh instead right. of yielding to the spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. And it and I think both of y'all came out of that weekend and out of all of this going, there's no way we can turn back. Right. No, we've right. got to go after God with everything. Because the more we create a culture of the fire of God mm-hmm. and the presence yeah. of God and the joy of God, the more people are going to be strengthened the more they're going to know how to choose. They're going to see that yes. temptation. 
So you're going to help many more people in the future by not compromising the power of the Holy Ghost yeah. and the mm -hmm. anointing, even though you may be called all kinds of names, you know, right. uh, even though you may have people that say, I, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. But yet, for the people that can do that and want to go after God, you will be a lighthouse for them. You Absolutely. will be that, that signpost in the middle of the desert that shows them where the life is and, and has the supply of mm -hmm. that life. Right. And that's what the Lord's calling y'all to and everyone that's watching yes. as well is he's calling us to yield to the Holy Ghost, to yes. yield to his anointing, to jump in with both feet, you know, uh, dive into the deep end yeah. of everything that is God. Yeah. Dive into his love, dive into his power, dive into yeah. the fruit of God and let his anointing come Yes. come through us. Right. Absolutely. You have to be vigilant about it too. Yeah. I yeah. mean, um, even <laughs> the first Sunday that you and Pastor Nicole came to the church, I, I came down after service and I was coming <laughs> to talk to you. And, you know, I, I don't mind talking to people. It's all of a sudden I got nervous and like, I couldn't talk. I was like, <laughs> my mouth is She's so breaking, dry breaking and I'm like pins. sweating and I'm usually freezing. I'm like, what is happening to me? And then I went to write our numbers down for you because I felt like we should give you our numbers and, and the pen wouldn't work. I mean, the pen literally fell apart in my hand and I'm like, well, I'm going to find another pen. So I'm looking <laughs> for another pen and I'm writing it down. And then even, um, for the leadership training, the ice and snow that you yeah. had to drive through. Mm -hmm. And we had several people just get the crud and, you know, they weren't feeling well. And then on our way here, we had all kinds of things come up and, <laughs> and, you know, um, someone who might be deceived or might take that as a, well, okay, I'm not supposed to do this because yeah. I'm getting yeah. a little bit of resistance. Um, fight that resistance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fight it because yeah. purpose in your heart to do something and do it no matter what. Yeah. Because yes. God will give you the strength. He will make a way. He will make provision for you to do it, and he will feed you when you come hungry like that and yeah. you don't stop. Yeah, yeah. It was about a couple. It was a couple of months ago that I was preaching on the disciples. They were in the will of God. Jesus looked at them and said, "Let's get in the boat and go to the other side." And this is where he was walking on water. But it was in the boat, and the Bible says that they were straining at the oars. They were in the will of God, and they were straining at the oars. Yeah. The enemy's going to come up against you to keep you from doing the will of God. Yeah. He, but you never saw them stop. Yeah. If they would have yeah. stopped in that boat, they would have been destroyed. Yeah. But they kept going, and then all of a sudden, yeah, they were at the That's other side. That's right. That's right. And and if you and if you was to do the geographical, I mean, essentially, and, and and I may like you know mess with people's brains, but they were teleported. Yeah. They were. And that's the only verbiage that I can use. There was yeah. like a, I can't remember if it was a six or nine mile trip. They were halfway through the trip, and then all of a sudden, they're at the other side. Yeah. And yeah. and that's because the power of God said, okay. You're yeah. in the will of God. You're coming after me. You are seeking after me. You are not, you refuse to succumb to the flesh. You refuse to succumb to the storm that's around. Yeah. Watch what I'm about to do. And boom, it was done yeah. immediately. Yeah. And if we can get that into us, that the enemy is going to come up against you. It doesn't matter what he tries to come he's up against you. He's going to be an enemy. Yeah. He's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would be concerned if he's not coming against you. Yeah. Yeah. If he's not coming against you, we need to have a whole other talk. <laughs> but when he comes up against you, that, that's what Paul means when yeah. he says, 
that I do not count these sufferings as sufferings, but it's to the glory of God yeah, because yeah. it's through the, it's through the enemy coming up against against me yeah. that God is about to show who God is and right. what God re- yeah. what just stand by and watch what God's about <laughs> yeah, to do just, is what He's saying. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, there's I, I've watched as so many people over the years. Um, they'll come into the answer. They'll come into mm. God. They'll come into the anointing. And and I've watched this trip up many people. Then the devil the devil starts coming against them, mm-hmm. and they're like, "I was fine till I started coming to this church." And the issue is, no, you were in lukewarmness, mm. and you felt like you were fine, but you weren't fine. You just right. don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. You don't. You didn't know that yet. And now you're in a place to actually right. break out and yeah. be free. And the devil's like, before they get any momentum, let me try to trip them. You know, mm-hmm. let me take them out. They like if they go to this place, they're going to walk in freedom. They go to this place, they're going to they're going to get healed. They go to this yes. place, their mind's going to get renewed. Right. They go Absolutely. to this place, right. and he's like, so he'll try to come against. Now, for somebody that doesn't know anything about spirituals. They can just fall, you know, fall for that. Mm-hmm. But when you know what's actually, and that's why it's so important, I would encourage everybody, that's why it's important to be around people that understand spiritual things, spiritual mm-hmm. warfare, and don't just assume that we know. Don't assume that we know. <laughs> Go and yeah. ask questions. Go and ask. I mean, you know, I, Golly, for probably the first three or four months, I think we talked every other day. <laughs> hours. And, yeah, hours at time. And, and I would be like this. Yeah. Pastor Brian, what about this? And you would say a scripture, yeah. and I'm like. And y'all were asking <laughs> questions and questions and questions and questions. And, and don't stop that. Oh, That's yeah. the beauty. Yeah. You know, I, some people are like, well, I just know you're busy. I didn't want to. I'm like, no, ask questions. Yeah. That's, That's why pride. we're here. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Sorry. And he said, That's pride. That's. It is, and ask questions. Go. It's yeah. not, you know, if, if you're asking too much, like, I'll tell you, you know, yeah. like, all right, you don't have to ask that, you know. You but, know. but most people, are, they're to the opposite side of that. Mm-hmm. That's what they're there for is to help confirm what the Holy Ghost is saying right. to you. And it's one of those things where many times, what, many times what will happen is, People will, they'll go off of the knowledge that they'll go, that they have. Mm-hmm. But, but watch this. Let me ask this question. Why are you going to church? Why are, why are we going to church? You know, in Ephesians 4, it says, he gave gifts unto men. When he ascended on high, verse 8, he gave gifts unto men. Verse 11, those gifts were, and he gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. And then it goes on to say, for the building up. Of the body of of the Mm -hmm. saints, the building up of the body of Christ for the work of ministry, right? Right. The whole point, and then it goes on to say, building up to the fullness of the stature of Christ, all right? So, first of all, we can't be built up because God has laid it out Mm -hmm. in his word. There is no way for you to be built up into the fullness of the stature of Christ outside of his way. Mm-hmm. And his way is through apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Mm-hmm. That, that's not the only way. That's not the only way he's going to build you up. He'll build you up as you pray in tongues. But that right. is one way you can't escape because he's laid that out. Right. So one of the things that happens is when we think that we can just sit at home and have church by ourselves, when we think that we don't need the input of, of leaders in our life, 
we're, we are deceiving ourselves in right. that. Yeah. It's, God's already set a way. You're not going to reverse God's way. He's God. Right. He's the one who said it. It's going yeah. to work that way. Absolutely. Or it's not going to work that way if you don't employ it. And so one of the things that you see in that is we need, when we go to church, we're not going to church because we know it all. Mm. Mm. We're not going to church because we know it all. We're going to church because we don't. Exactly. Because <laughs> we don't. You know, yeah. I'm sitting here this week listening to Brother Tracy, and I'm eating it up. Why? Because yeah. I don't know it all. You yeah, know? I got right. notes full of stuff on yeah. my phone. There's some, you know, some people would say, well, Pastor Brian, you know a lot of scripture and everything like that. I, I, I know some, and I granted probably more than most. I, I understand that. I get that. Right. But the issue, that's why I'm pastoring. But the mm -hmm. issue is... Do I know it all? Do I know everything there is to know about God? No. no. What no. you even saw in Paul in Romans 11, I think it is, 11.33, he says, he's just meditating. This, this is the Apostle Paul. Yeah. He's wrote over half the New Testament. Yeah. And he's sitting there, and he goes, I'm just thinking about how big God is and how much wisdom he has. Oh, the depth of, yes. of the wisdom of God. Yeah. That's the Apostle Paul. Like, he, there's so much. Yes. There's just so much, you know? Right. So, Want for us to go into church and to act like we know something mm -hmm. <laughs> is such a deception in itself. Mm -hmm. yes. And so many times when people are approaching areas that they don't see or they don't understand or they're getting attacked by the enemy, mm -hmm. instead of making an assumption mm -hmm. that, yeah. oh, well, as soon as I start going to that church, it'll start, I'll break it, start breaking down. I just need to go somewhere else. There might be something else going on. Right. There just might be something else going on, mm -hmm. and there is. If, if you're at a church that is seeing the fruit of God, right. they're advancing, the power of God is in operation. It's like what you said, on, even on the way here, there were some challenges and different mm -hmm. things like that, and you're wondering, are we doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. uh, fine to have that thought, mm -hmm. not fine to dwell on it, exactly. but then you get here, and what has happened to you? you know? Yeah, and so Freedom. what looked like maybe right, maybe not right, you find out, and the fruit mm -hmm. is what we're looking, the fruit of God, the fruit of yeah. his love, the fruit of his manifestation, the fruit of his power, the fruit of the flow of God. You know, I hope that while you've been here this week, you've watched as the Holy Spirit has had a flow through the meetings, mm -hmm. through the people, and even almost yes. like waves. Like I've, I've watched you a couple of nights where it's like, oh, man, power of God hits you, then you kind of digest that. You go a few minutes later, and the power of God hits you again, yeah. you kind of digest yes. that. And, you go, and then another wave hits you, you know, and you're like, and, and then at the end, you're like this and wondering, like, do I need to be driving, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, but that's, that's the way that it is, and yes. the flow of that anointing, and hopefully, and I know you are, is you're, you're taking, you're absorbing this, digesting it, mm -hmm. and you're taking it back with you, and you're seeing how to flow with the Holy Ghost through those things. Okay, move to this person. Okay, preach on this. Okay, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be like three points in a poem. No. Now everybody come up and I pray for everybody. Right, yeah, right? absolutely. It can be, there's a flow to it in the middle of my, of my mm -hmm. points that God gives me, which don't have to be three. Um, in the middle of it, God says, call that person out right now and pray for them. Right. Right now, you know, deliver that person. And, mm -hmm. and even, you know, you'll watch, it, it was happening last night as I was mm -hmm. preaching. I'm sitting there 
and like people are just weeping under the anointing yes. of God yeah. where God is dealing with them directly. And, and we've had it all week where people are, the joy of the Lord is hitting them yes. yeah. and just a freedom is coming in. Healing's happening even while we're preaching. It, yeah. it doesn't have to be like according to the bulletin. You know, right, right. It, it can... I don't, like can, huh? <laughs> I don't like the bulletin. I don't like the bulletin. I don't either. Yeah, that's why we don't have them. Because I'm like, I'm not going to give you something that I pretty much know is going to change anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. But let the you know let the freedom of God and the anointing of God mm -hmm. watch that flow, live in that flow, because in that flow of the anointing, it's the anointing yeah. that breaks that yoke. Right. So, Amen. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> There's something that you said, there's two things you said that stuck out, and you kept saying it. When you're talking about when the enemy says, well, they, they start going in there and they're like, oh, I don't know if this is a church for me, right? That is the enemy telling you that. Yeah. That means 1 yeah. Peter 5, 8, he's looking for anyone, singular, who he can devour. Yeah. He's not going to do yeah. it in the body of Christ. He can't do it when you're mm -hmm. surrounded by people because yeah. then you go into 2 uh, Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Yes. So right. what's happening is the enemy, uh, the enemy goes, okay, well, I'm going to get them in their emotions. I'm going to get them in their feelings. Yeah. I'm going to get them in their, I call them the fifis. Yeah. And, and then they go, then they go, okay, well, I, I need, I need to exit stage right. Yeah. I, I've got to withdraw. I've Which, got, I can't be Which, by the there. way, is not led by the spirit because he says in Romans 8, the children of God are led by the spirit of God, right. not their emotions, not exactly. their fifis. Right, yeah. exactly. and this is Second Timothy chapter one, because that yeah. is fear. Yeah, you are yeah. fearful. You know, one of the things that has really it, it's in it's in a leadership chain, and growth without change is impossible. Yeah, you're saying I want more of God. I want more of God. I want more of God. Yeah. I want more of God. Okay, this is what I want to do. Uh, okay, would you just what you just told God is I want you, but I want to do it my way. Yeah, and we we dictate to yeah. God, and then what we do we we. We, God never leaves us, but we turn our back on God and we begin to separate from him. Yeah. And that's when the enemy, if you, if you watch documentaries on lions and that kind of stuff, um, their roar will paralyze. Even, even yeah. humans, they can paralyze. So the enemy will get you away and yeah. he'll get you far enough from the body of Christ, far enough from the flow of the Holy Spirit, far enough yeah. and he will roar and he will isolate you yeah. and then he's got you. Yeah. But that's why it's so important that we stay in the body of Christ because where yeah. the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Yes. But the, the, the thing about it is, it shouldn't only be at church on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Right. That that's should right. be Monday when you wake up. That should be when you yeah. go into your office on Monday. You know, yeah. I, I, was, I was telling some people, um, one of the people that comes to the church, I looked at him and said, who has a, bitter, big, uh, a bigger ministry? Who has a, who has a bigger pulpit? <laughs> Myself or you? And he goes, well, you. And I said, no. <laughs> and he goes, well, I said, I get to see 75 to 100 of you every single Sunday. Yeah. And I get to pour into you. And then throughout the week, conversations, I said, yeah. how many people do you see on a Monday? Uh, 30 or 40. Okay. How many get to people do you see on, on a Tuesday? Tuesday? Yeah. Another 30 or 40. And I said, all right, you're at, you, let's, let's go low numbers. You're at 60. Yeah. What about Wednesday? Well, I get to see this. And I said, right, you already surpassed the numerical yeah. number that we have here right now. I said, so your pulpit you come in here, you getting fed, and I, so this is what happens. It says, yeah. wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Yeah. And he goes, yes. And I said, I need you to think about that for a minute. Romans 8, the yeah. same Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead now comes and lives within yeah. you. Mm -hmm. He goes, uh-huh. And I said, so you're literally walking <laughs> around with the Spirit of the Lord in you. So yeah. when you go in these people's houses and you're working on them, 
I want you to walk in the anointing of God. And when you walk into that place, the spirit of the Lord is, and you will yes. bring freedom there. Yes. There's bondage that's going to be broken. There's all that. Yes. And I was like, every place that we go, we are literally, and, and I learned this is one of the things, the first things that you said to me, we are walking around and God has designed us to house the, his glory yes. and his spirit that's yeah. inside of us. And once we get that and we, and we flow through the spirit in our day yeah. to day, it's not where we, we don't need to be Sunday saints and Wednesday saints. Yeah. It's not what we're called to be. Yeah. We're called to be daily walking him. Yeah. The fresh bread, yeah. like you was talking about, a daily fresh bread. Yeah. Every single day walking that and it's renewed daily. Yes. And we need to walk yeah. in that. And once we begin to walk in that and we really begin to walk, if the church will do that, if we'll go, okay, God is God. Yes. Check. <laughs> the word is the word. Yes. Okay. What does the word say? This is wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. That's right. The spirit of the that's Lord right. is in me. So when I walk in these places, that's why, that's why Mark 16 is so powerful. Yeah. You know why the demons are going to flee? You know why we can yeah. heal those people? You know why? It's because the spirit of the Lord is in us. Yeah. The anointing is in us to do that. So do as the Holy Spirit says yeah. do yeah. and create freedom in amongst people. That's awesome. Amen. <laughs> When you realize that, you Sunday. carry yourself differently, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, <clears throat> when oh, yeah. I realize that about myself, right. when I realize what God's Word says about me, oh, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I walk into a room differently. Yeah. You know, I'm the yeah. light in that room. I carry that. Yes. Nothing can stop me. Yeah. I mean, like, come at <laughs> That's me. That's right. Nothing That's can right. stop me. So you, when you walk and you, and you recognize that and you, you live that out, the Lord will do great and mighty things yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. Amen. You're, you're made for it. You're designed for yeah. that. And uh, that's where it says, and let's just finish with this in Isaiah 60 and uh, verse 1, Isaiah 60, verse 1. Some of my favorite verses. <laughs> and watch, watch this. It says, arise, shine, for your light has come. Now, the first thing is to see that arise, shine is a command. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not something that we should set on a shelf. Oh, We're wow. called to shine the glory of God, to arise, step up. In other words, step up from this worldly thinking. Repent, change your thinking mm -hmm. from what you have been thinking. Oh, I'm just another person. I'm just this. No, you're a child of God. That's right. You yeah. are a child of God. And it's like, step up to your identity in Christ. Right. Step yes. up to who you really are. And what is your identity in Christ? To shine and reflect his glory. Mm -hmm. uh, think, think about this like a diamond, right? The good diamonds are the ones that don't have any flaws, right? Mm -hmm. there, there's no flaws in there. They're, they have a good color to them, but they also have allowed the jeweler, the master craftsman, mm -hmm. to, cut, to cut the faces. In other words, he has cut who they were, the faces that they did, into the faces that they need mm -hmm. to turn into this beautiful creation. Wow. And the, the right diamonds will actually, they don't have any light of their own. They don't produce light, mm -hmm. but they will shine right. the light. They will capture any of the sun, any of the light that's shown into it and reflect right. the glory of mm -hmm. that light. Mm -hmm. right. The light didn't wow. originate with them, but it absolutely 
captures it and reflects it in a beautiful right, right? Yeah. in a beautiful way but it's when we they let the master craftsman cut the proper face into them and the question is whose face are we supposed to shine right it's his face mm -hmm. you know and and there's so many sides of his love and it, there's his beauty and he's the you know he's our healer he's our provider he's our banner he's our righteousness right, mm -hmm. right. he is all of these things he is i am that i am everything yeah. we'll ever need he is i am every one of those character and and that nature of god is another face mm -hmm. and when we arise and become that identity the sun, the light of God, wow. mm -hmm. the yeah. light of Christ, yeah. bounces all through us and, <laughs> and out of us and shines in his brilliance <laughs> right. and in his magnificence, right? right? Okay, so now, arise, shine, for your light has come. Your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Now, wow. this is what it's saying has already happened to believers. He's saying, your glories are already come. Arise and let it shine through you, right? Mm -hmm. It's the glory of the Lord here, but what's interesting is watch the wording of this verse too. For behold, darkness will cover the earth and deep darkness the peoples, but the Lord will rise upon you and his glory will appear upon you. Mm -hmm. So even though darkness will come, even mm -hmm. though it'll come, He's saying, you will be a stark contrast to that darkness. Right. You know, and we, I, did a, um, I did a graphic a few years ago, and it said, you know, let the, let the beautiful radiance of his light you know, be a beautiful contrast. It's time. It's time for us to allow the light of God to be a beautiful contrast to the darkness over the world. Yeah. You know, because the one thing is with that darkness in the world, you if you let the light of God shine through you, you stick out. Mm -hmm. You stick out. The world needs to see that evangelistic yes. sign. You know, yes. need the world needs to see our light. Yeah. And he absolutely. says, So don't don't fear the darkness. Don't fear the darkness getting darker. No, just stand up even more, rise and shine even more in the middle of the darkness, not of our own doing, yeah. but of his doing. Let the master craftsman you know, wield and work on us so that we reflect every bit of his glory and Praise no God. light yeah. is lost. Praise Amen. Yeah. And then look at verse three. This is very interesting. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Now, there's mm. something very important that happens in verse three. It it goes from being God's only till then he says, it's your light. Mm -hmm. So he takes his own glory and, and he good. says, I'm giving it to you. Praise God. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be your glory. Wow. It'll be your light. Wow. And it's from me. You can't do it on your own. He said, but I'm taking my glory and I'm putting it on you. Wow. I'm taking my light and I'm letting it shine through you. And, and that's what, what you said is so important. That is what we are all called to do, not just pastors, but every yes. believer. Every. every believer, every believer yes. is called to reflect the fullness, the fullness of his glory. The fullness. The fullness, the fullness of his glory. And that's beyond what we can ask or think. It's beyond our physical comprehension. Yes. Right. The fullness of his glory. And so we just pray that for you Thank today. You. Yes. And so, Father, right now, you, Lord, let every person hearing this, 
Arise and shine. Arise and shine in the glory of the Lord. Father, we yield ourselves. Just make this prayer your prayer. Lord, we yield ourselves to the master craftsman's hand to be a reflection of your power, a reflection of your glory, a reflection of your light without losing any of it, but the fullness of your glory bouncing around inside of your beautiful creation. And Lord, may your glory be our glory. And may we shine it on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, every minute of every day. But Lord, we yield ourselves to you. Father, we can't be shining in fullness if we don't yield to to you. We give ourselves to you, to your ways whatever needs to be knocked off because it's, it's blocking the light. It's, it's keeping the light from being reflected properly. Praise Lord, show us that area and we yield to knock that thing out of our lives for it to be burned up in the fire of God yeah. so that we can be your great workmanship. Yeah. In Jesus' name, we praise you. And Lord, we just praise you for what's about to happen in our lives. Yeah. Lord, you're about to turn your glory into our glory. Set us in front of kings and yes. great, yes. great men. Yes. Lord, thank you that your glory will be seen on us. A boldness and confidence. Yes. A bold yes. light and a confident light of your glory. Praise in Jesus', Jesus name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. I'm ready for tonight. You ready? (laughs) (laughs) It is going to be a good one. If you have not been here at Kickstart this week, the whole point of Kickstart is to jump in. We start the year. We generally will fast and pray. Mm -hmm. And then early in the year, we'll jump in to Kickstart that year and, and get it running exactly where it needs to go. Tonight is the last night, and I just, I know it. I know it in my spirit. It's going to be... Tonight's the last night of Kickstart. Of Kickstart, yeah. Of Kickstart. Yes. It's not the last night of the Holy Spirit blowing your life up. (laughs) It's going to be magnificent. Yes. I know how it's going to go. It's going to be awesome. Yes. There have been things that I've been waiting on for this night, tonight. (laughs) If you can get here, get here. Don't miss it. And uh, it's awesome. I I have a statement that... You know, you look at Nazareth, you look at Bethlehem, you look, God loves to do big things in small places. Right. And uh, so come to Albemarle. Yeah. <laughs> come to Albemarle. What time is it? They uh, have time? They, yeah. They can get here. It, they Even got, the people from Moorhead, it's only a four-hour drive. They got five to six hours to actually get here before all the ministry starts. So, I mean, yeah. get on the road. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Just saying. You could even take a flight in that time. Go to the airport, get here, and drive. <laughs> I mean, there is something special when you're here. And so yes. uh, we love you. We'd love to see you tonight. Uh, as always, if you would like to give, you're welcome to go to giveww.org. It is biblical when you hear a good word mm-hmm. uh, to minister and sow into that word. That's biblical. And many mm-hmm. times the Holy Spirit is leading people to do that. You don't have to give. That is not a requirement at all. Every day, every weekday, we sow this broadcast into the world yeah. uh, to give it to people and to sow it into them. If you would like to partner with us getting that good news out, then you're welcome to do that. We make it easy for you. Uh, all the different ways, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, text to give, 
give one time or give on a recurring basis, even cryptocurrency. It's, it's all there at giveww.org. Uh, but we just want to pray that it is yes. blessed and multiplied. Would you guys pray over anything that they might be sowing today? Would you Absolutely. pray for that? Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we just want to come to you and thank you for, for who you are, Father, what you have done, Father, because you've already done it, Lord Jesus. Father, remember in the parable of the sowers, Father, you said that, that the good soil, that, Father, that it'll reap 30, 60, 100 yeah. times what was sown. So, Father, right now, the seed that is being sown, Father, Father, let it reap 30, 60, 100 yes. times what is sown, Lord Jesus, Father, so that people can come to know you. Because yeah. every cent, every dime, every word that is spoken out, Lord God, Father, that is seed that is being sown to be able to push your ministry, mm-hmm. to push your gospel, to push who you are to people so we can be that light, Father, so we can be the light in the darkness so, so, that, so that you can be the light and the darkness that overcomes the darkness, Father. We praise you and thank you for what you're going to do, and we thank you for how you're going to just shake it all together, Father, and have it running over. We love you, and we praise you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for being with us today. Do you know somebody that this broadcast would help? Share it with them. Send them the link. Like, share, subscribe. Hit the notification bell. We love you so much. We'll see you next week on Lunch Plus. And see you tonight at Kickstart at 6.30. Amen. Barrett? Yeah, we'll see you tonight. And if we don't, just decide to right now. Like, don't don't even make an excuse for it. It's like what Pastor Daniel was saying earlier. Just do it. Just get in this house. You've heard us talk about it. Y'all, we've had signs, wonders, miracles, healings happening all week long. People fully healed of things that were incurable. They could not fix themselves. The power of God is here. And here's the thing about Albemarle. It may be small now, but not by the time God's finished with it. You are going to want to be one of the people who can say, I was there before. I was there when. I know where it came from, and I see where God's taking it. God has the same thing in store for you tonight. You may feel small now, but you're coming up by the time this week is finished, and this is your night. Don't make excuses. Get into the house if you can be here. If you physically can't, if you're incapable of being here, watch online and apply faith Because God's not a respecter of persons. He's a respecter of faith. So expect to receive through your TVs if you're states away and can't come in. It's a big night in the spirit, in the kingdom, and it's a big night for you. 6.30 p.m. is when it's kicking off here. Be here. Be here. Be here. Be here. I'm not hyping it up. You don't hear me do this often. But I'm telling you, be in this house tonight. If you can, are able to be here. We're going to be back Monday with Lunch Plus. Guys, somehow it's Friday. The week Zoomed. We're going to be back on Monday at 11.30 a.m. But you've got tonight's service. And if you do not have a place that you call home when it comes to church, we would love to invite you to be a part of our service here at Boomerang this Sunday. It's going to be so much fun. It's Boomerang Blue Day. So if you are a part of Boomerang, remember, wear your best Boomerang Blue attire. Come ready to celebrate all the great and mighty things Jesus has done. We love you. Be blessed. Boomerang people, if you can, rest up because it's not resting time tonight. It's going to be receiving time. We love you. We'll see you soon. Have a great weekend. Be a year, lifelong dreams will come true.
You're the healed of the Lord. You're the prosperous. You're the whole. You're the restored. You're the holy. You're the anointed. Long-standing faith projects are about to get pitted suddenly by an unusual heart. You're coming up right now. You're coming up! 2022. Do your dreams will come true. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm a stop. 